90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Look at that. We are back. Season 10 is rocking right along. Kelly, Adam, how are you? Hello. It's so great to be back. And guess what? We're being recorded this time around. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, visually, we're we're being recorded visually speaking. (laughs) Yay. Yes. We're giving it a go. We're giving it a go to see if we all look, uh, you know, like we're okay on screen because we're all radio people. So we all have faces for radio. Exactly. <laughs> that's why my ball cap is on. Yeah, I, that's why I'm assessing my situation. Where's my ball cap? Is what I want. <laughs> we should get ball caps. <gasps> and we I should, should get a. I should get smaller headphones. They do look better. I have those big <laughs> headphones that make my head look huge. Where's your white? But Adam, where's your white headphones? Because for for some of our longtime listeners, like Shane. And Mia, uh, they might like to actually finally see what these white headphones look like. You know what happens with um, electronic stuff and, you know, audio material. Sometimes it just stops working. Okay. (laughs) You broke them. So I was in the middle of a show and the right ear stopped working. And we tried (laughs) fixing it and we just couldn't do it. So that's what happened. And I should preface before Sharon starts the, uh, the countdown for the show here, meaning like what's coming up. Um, so we are recording this visually. I am going to do my best to get this edited and on screen. Uh, we'll see if it's on screen or online, I should say, by the time we actually release the audio version. So we'll do our best. So if it's not, you know, it just sucked. <laughs> I don't and know we'll about try that. again next week. <laughs> All right. That'll be a, a trending hashtag. It sucked. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? We're going to tell you which classic album cover is getting a change for its 30th anniversary, and we'll discuss the reasons why it's getting a change. Um, Also, Ben Affleck got all kinds of gushy on one of his contemporaries, on someone who he'd like to work with again, and no surprise, because I think everybody gets all kinds of gushy over the guy that we're going to talk about. Um, Of the millions of people who would happily fill the role of friend to this woman. We're going to tell you who it is that can count her closest friends on one hand. Also, Kelly's trivia is going to get you thinking. We'll do a 90s rewind a little bit later on, too. Um, But we got pretty big news about the NKOTB and the Mm S&P. I'm just going to speak in letters for the rest of the show. (laughs) Isn't S&P like a stock index? Uh, savings and yeah, something like that. Yeah, it sounds like it. Sa- savings alone, SNL. It's the uh, SNP 500. Oh, is That's it? That's what you're referring to, Kelly. Yeah. What's the P mean? Um, the P- Proctor, I think. Wait, let <laughs> Proctor me check. Proctor and Gamble, home of daytime <laughs> soaps. <laughs> no, I know this. Uh, I'm studying. Nope. <laughs> I'm studying this right now. Okay. Well, I, while I need you dig to up know the dirt. This. Oh no, it's the dig- okay. Wait, I got the answer. So okay. S&P start, stands for Standard and Poor. There we go. Oh, wow. So the Standard oh, and like, Poor 500. So like a rating? Not like... It, well, it, it's, it's an index of okay. the, the stock performance used in the U.S. So it's not like a, like a rating of my bank account. <laughs> well, it could standard be. If all your, poor, if, well, depending on the month. <laughs> if, all your, if all your bank account would be listed on the S&P 500, it would represent exactly how much money you have in your account okay what's your gross domestic product sharon it's gross (laughs) (laughs) i'll thank you not to talk about my domestic products um (laughs) so with nkotb and snp 
So New Kids on the Block and Salt and Peppa, they are doing the old rewind of the mixtape tour again. Another big show. Um, so we're going to start there. New Kids on the Block, touring with Salt and Peppa, but also Kathy and Susan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been we'll a while. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We haven't spoken about Kathy and Susan in a while. The um, the dangling members of En Vogue. <laughs> we'll see which members of En Vogue are on this tour along with uh, New Kids on the Block, Salt and Peppa, and Rick Astley. Mm-hmm. Yes. How cool. Gosh. Very cool. Rick Astley's made the news quite a quite a few times over the past few years, not uh, the least of which was when the Foo Fighters performed with him. Yeah. And did Never Gonna Give You Up, right? That was That's good. Awesome. That song is such a good track. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no kidding. And actually, the one that, um, because in, what, what was the two in the 90s? Because obviously, I know we had one, eight, that was 80s, right? Never Gonna Give You Up was like 88 or something. Yeah, I think I was in the club. But there's a that one time. that he put out a ballad in '93 called "Cry for Help," and I love that one. Wasn't that kind of gospely? Yes, he had the he had the gospel choir with him, and it was out, and that's when he had the flowy long locks. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I have to say, like <laughs> mm. as a lady who doesn't normally <laughs> fancy men, he was fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like long hairs. Long hair. I'm sorry. On on guys. On guys. I think it depends on who, because it really some, depends on the guy. Yeah, some, some people really pull it off. Some really pull it off. Yeah. yeah, indeed. And he was a young guy. Yeah, at the time when he was enjoying his uh, big fame with "Never Gonna Give You Up." Uh, was it "Cry for"? "Cry for Help" was the ballad. "Cry for Help," uh, "Together Forever" was the yeah. other one. And that uh, I'm looking at another a third one. Don't they have? You need somebody. I, I think- I think Adam could probably find this online. I recently saw this just within the last couple of weeks. Somebody made a meme of Rick Astley's like song titles. Yeah. And it was pretty funny, like how they all kind of can mean the same thing oh, or totally. whatever. It's cool. Totes. Um, well, fun fact that the last time around they did the mixtape tour, which would be back in 2019, which is the reference point of where, when everything was kind of normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they did it with salt and Peppa. But also Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, and Naughty by Nature. Yep. And that show sold more than 650,000 tickets, grossing $53.2 million U.S. dollars. That's a quadrillion Canadian dollars. You know, um, you know the magic man behind all this is Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. He's the one that has been put... He's the one, I think, that finally got them all back together again in 08. And then uh, has just kept pushing them forward and, and doing that thing. And he's just, I love how positive he is. Like, I fo- I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. The two of you b- both should follow him. Like, he just, he's so, like, positive about everything. And, like, he loves his fans so much. And and I love how, like, you know, he was, like, the the tough guy in the group. You know what I mean? Like, he had the street cred. but He was he, hanging tough. That's it. He was totally <laughs> hanging tough. And, like, remember he had the long, like, he had that, Tail, like hair, like he would hit a lock. Yeah. But he is like the big softy of the group, I think. Like he really has the passion and the compassion for his fans and like for his blockheads, as they call them. And I just, I think it's funny <laughs> that like the roughneck guy is the one with the heart, you know? Yeah. Well, we're, uh, fans are grateful to him for sure. If, if, if he's the uh, nudge behind the tours like this, then, um, then good on him and good for everybody. We know, uh, <laughs> I know from experience what it's like to see a 90s build tour with a bunch of names on it that also includes Salt and Peppa. 
uh, <laughs> don't fall for it. <laughs> Meaning, <laughs> if you if you get a VIP opportunity, maybe take it, but don't think you're going to get a good picture. No, okay? <laughs> just don't. <laughs> I should take this opportunity to uh, share my picture on the yeah. video. Do you have the picture? Well, if you could talk about something else, it would look like All I right. was prepared. Because but... I've um, never I... seen the picture. I want yeah. to see. We it. also have never in the ten seasons we've been doing the show. Sharon has never. Um, showed off the white hammer pants that she had back in the day when she was clubbing. They were awesome, though. Do you still have them? I don't think I do. Which is good news, I think. I mean, it's bad news because I wish I did to show them. But it shows promise that I am able to get rid of things, which (laughs) is debated in this house. I can tell you that. (laughs) Oh, look at that. It's coming right up. And I will, while you're still looking for the picture. Oh, do you have news? Are you ready? Well, it, like, honestly, I, I guess our phones are listening to our thoughts and words uh, because it came right up. Like I, anyways, whatever. Oh, there's the picture. Nice. Oh, wait, there's us here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who was, uh, who was more <laughs> unhappy? Who was more unhappy, Salt or Peppa? Uh, a dash of both. <laughs> <laughs> but you, look, like there's Peppa beside me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, trust me it was her i couldn't yeah. barely see her either ball cap so low and then salt was beside deb yeah and they were you know come picture time they were pleasant enough but like honestly let me here i'll zero in on <laughs> <laughs> it really could be anyone <laughs> who felt vip that day none of those four people yeah. <laughs> not salt yeah. not peppa not yeah. sharon not deb were they uh, were they nice to you, like at all? They didn't really talk that much, and I we like I wore our shirt from the show, and I'm like, oh, we talk about you, whatever, and oh, thanks a lot. I mean, Salt was Cheryl was, yeah. um, you know, pretty. Not she wasn't chatty. She was nice enough. Right. Well, that's it. And, and like so many of the artists now are doing these things, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the current pop stars, and and yeah. like if you're paying like an extra four or five hundred bucks for this experience. Exactly. Like, please be happy that your fans, first of all, you're so lucky to have fans. You know what I mean? Like, and I know it's probably easy at that level to get jaded about it. But if it wasn't for these people, you would not be living in Beverly Hills with six cars. (laughs) That pretty much sums it up. eh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. Well, we're going to get gushy. We'll we'll pick up our spirits from this conversation <laughs> and get gushy with Ben Affleck about someone he'd like to work with again. But we'll do that after we get into Kelly's trivia. Let's do it. Nineties <laughs> now. Trivia. Bang bong. Bang bong. So I don't want to give it away, Bang but I'll bong. just quickly see like my fun cards. Woo! <laughs> like because uh, I don't want to see the answers on the back. But those are my nineties now fun cards. What uh, sort of laser again, vision do you think people have? so question number one will be hank hill was the head of the family in which animated comedy hank sharon. hill sharon oh, i said sharon. you said your name sharon oh did i uh king of the hill yes and i would just like to add as we've discussed before on the on the show that randomly these cards will have funky words yeah. attached to yeah. the answer. So this one has that. 
King of the Hill, comma, dude, exclamation mark. Dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, Adam, did you have any clue? No idea. I mean, I've okay. heard I've heard of the show, but I've yeah. uh, never sat down and, and there was it. a clue in the question, too. Yes, there was. Bill. Yes, there was. Um, question number two. Who had a hit song with It's Oh So Quiet in 1995? I know this. Can you sing it? No. You know that no. anything I'll sing will just have a Janet melody to it, so. <laughs> uh, who's tic-tacking on a keyboard on Yeah, no, you're not. I am. Not... <laughs> it didn't oh, work I know out. this. Wait, maybe I know it, too. I feel, yeah. like, I, I feel like I know this. <laughs> I feel like Anybody you should have you yes? looked it up on the internet. Um, no idea. <laughs> no idea. Uh, Sharon? No. Come on, Sharon, take a guess. Come on. 1995. It's oh So it's Quiet? Oh, yeah, it's Oh So Quiet. Can I have, like, a hint? Is it a person or a band? Uh, single artist, female. Uh, she's not gonna get. She's not gonna get the point anyway, Adam. Not that there, there is. Nineteen ninety-five. Yeah. Hmm. Paula. <laughs> Sorry. Paula Abdul. No. Uh, Donna Lewis. Bjork. Bjork. Oh, oh Bjork. God. Oh, that video. Yeah, I do remember. Sharon, that. do you remember the year when she wore the swan? I do. What oh. I think, like, and that was kind of a cute little fuzzy dress. Yeah. What I think it's underlooked or overlooked or both is uh, her snapping when she was coming through the airport and somebody looked at her. You could see she was sort of side eyeing. She lunged at them and beat the tar out of the person. She little Bjork did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a moment. I don't I remember that. This must have been all over TMZ or what? This was before. Was this before TMZ? Like it was before TMZ, but there's footage. Um but like it's a moment, but like a suable moment. I think so. She went like happened. she went banana town. For, I think somebody was somebody filming her, her, and I think the person that was filming her, she lunged at them. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad she didn't have that swan dress at the time. She could just strangle them with the. Swan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, well, it's nice so try. Quiet, Adam. and then she ends up screaming in that song, right? Yeah. Possibly, I don't know. You couldn't dance to it. You know what I recently listened to was um, in full. I listened to Madonna's uh, uh, secret album, like with bedtime stories. Oh, yeah. And Did it's interesting it? how like uh, some of the songs are like translate well to where we are now from 1994 mm-hmm. to now. And then there's one that like it's still really good musically, but the lyrics are like going into the pre-chorus. I think it is is like so terrible and i was like <laughs> how did that make it on a madonna album and like how is she singing that and it's okay because it's like they gave up it's like they needed to rhyme so they tried it and yeah. then it didn't quite work out but it it sounded all right so they, they went with Funny, it eh? but it's such a secret such a great album though like mm-hmm. that's the one that babyface produced right yeah but then i found out too if i if memory serves that uh because i was reading the liner notes because remember liner notes Yes. And she said something to, I'm pretty sure it was in the liner notes. She said something to the effect of like, uh, I'm so lucky to have gotten through this process. It was like a trying experience. Wow. (laughs) Imagine all the way back then her trying times had begun. Yeah. yeah. And then you see her on uh, like Instagram now. And she's so funny on Instagram. I love her. She's crazy. Well, it's, it's neat. She does some stuff where it seems like, you know, she's wearing like a, a, bodysuit and a long coat and boots but she's at home having a muffin yeah. 
you know? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like there's certain artists that like are happy to dress up all the time. And I'm like, how do you bother with that? Like, yeah. like it's a lot of effort to look that constrained. I know. And cleavagey. I know. At home on a Tuesday. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I like to take a day and wear a baseball shirt. Yeah. And no pants. <laughs> Don't stand up, Sharon. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, so let's get to the gushy. How about that? Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. George Clooney. Mm. Ben loves George. End of story. <laughs> well, it's not really the end of the story. We can elaborate on that, that how he wants to work with him again, citing him as the best director he had worked with. Um, and he he went on to say he's a really, really smart actor. And what I really learned about George as an actor is George really understands exactly how uh, to kind of calibrate a performance. He really understands the audience's expectations. The truth is, he's just really good at this thing. That's Man awesome. Crush. Fanboy. So will they work together again? We'll see. Everything. It seems like he really is good at everything, and then he can like squeeze a uh, an endorsement commercial, you know, for Nespresso. I thought you were going to say he can he can squeeze Nespresso juice through his loins. (laughs) 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 I'm sure he works out. I'm just not sure. You know what I I find sad is um he because he was when he used to ride like a scooter. I think, or mm-hmm. some kind of version of a motorcycle over in Italy, I believe it was. When? And when he had that accident, I think uh, his wife asked him to stop that. And so as a fellow two-wheel aficionado, <laughs> I feel sad that he's had to give it up. I love how <laughs> that sound could actually mean anything. Yeah. I mean, come here, horse. It could mean, <laughs> let's go over there and make out. Yeah. And in this case, it means you're not playing on your two-wheeler anymore. Yeah. George. Yep. Um, well, we'll see what happens about getting uh, Ben Affleck and George Clooney uh, together on screen to work, or maybe one on screen, one behind the screen. Who knows? Time will tell. I think. By the way, happen. as of uh, this recording, uh, Ben and Jen, Benefer 2.0, still going strong. Wow. Good for them, crazy kids in love. Right? I, I think we briefly discussed this before. I still am so shocked that they have returned to one another. Like, out of all of her exes, he is not the one I would have ever thought that would happen. And, and not that I have any knowledge of why or why it wouldn't work, <laughs> but it's uh, it just, yeah, I just never thought, but I'm happy for them because they do seem happy. So, yeah. Ariane Benefer 2.0. You know what? Uh, if you love something, you let it go. Set it free. If it comes back, it's yours. If it doesn't, it never was. Oh, I thought if it, if it doesn't, hunt it down and kill it. <laughs> well, if, you, if you have to make a point, do that. And okay. then it's yours again. Hunt it down and kill it. Hunt it down and put it in the back seat. Right. Um, speaking of questionable behavior, uh, we'll get, that's, I'm going to highlight it by saying that's going to surprisingly come at the end of this story about how Nirvana's Nevermind is turning 30 this year, actually just did a couple yep. of weeks ago. 30. That yeah. album is like a, a game changer in so many ways for uh, rock as a genre, for how we listen to things. Uh, incredible. So the classic cover of the baby underwater seemingly going after the dollar bill on the hook is... Uh, has long actually been in question by the baby. The baby who is also now 30 years old. <laughs> um, yeah. 
nice and as a baby boy, which we can clearly see on the album um, because of his display on the cover. Uh, there's been is that what they call it to... now, Sharon? A display? <laughs> a display. <laughs> well, it depends on the uh, the venue, I think. Um, but he's not interested in having his uh, display on display anymore, and has taken some action to make uh, to, ta- to make or take care of that. Uh, what I and I can I get that, but at the same time, he was the claim was that his parents didn't give consent and and uh, and on and on. So now. There's new uh, an anniversary reissue of the album and uh, new cover that with no display. <laughs> There's a hand gesture for display. <laughs> uh, the thing I disagree with, I get it on some level. I get it. Uh, yet at the same time, um, he, he, the guy is alluding to uh, child pornography. Oh, does he? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So that's is is it the issue is he making it the issue whatever what the article uh reads is that while u.s law doesn't typically consider non-sexualized pictures of infants as child pornography this man's uh lawyer has previously argued that uh the superimposed dollar bill makes it seem like the baby is quote like a sex worker Hmm. which is as far, in my opinion, obviously it's my opinion. I think that's a bit much. I don't. I never got that from that. I never. What got I that. got from I that. I thought it was like, like when it first came out, and I guess this was like 1990s eyes. Like I thought it was cutesy. Well, it sort of was like you know everybody. Everybody's going after the almighty dollar. That's what my perception of it was. Like yeah. you'll only find Nirvana if you go after money. Right. Right. Or. Or maybe never mind the money, you know, work the album title in. Either way, obviously yeah. the baby's not. Uh, but there's a line that I, I saw in, and it was in quotation, so I'm assuming that this is some part of the legalese of it or something, but it was something to the effect of uh, like he's had emotional duress for years. Yeah, well, he was saying that, uh, or claiming rather, that he suffered and will continue to suffer lifelong damages as a result of that. Which, again, my opinion i sort of think that it's a picture of when you were a baby like do we not are we all not fortunate enough to have baby pictures of ourselves that embarrass us and some people don't have that i get that but is that i don't see how an infant shot four-month-old baby could have lifelong i don't understand how it would how you would still suffer lifelong damages and it's not Um, like you would recognize him Unless he says he is who he is, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, well, that's exactly. there's many reasons why you would never know that it was him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. And then my kind of... other thing, I guess I'm looking through it like through rose colored glasses is like, wouldn't you want to be the baby from the Nirvana <laughs> thing? Like, it's cool. Like, you got street cred. So like, it's super cool. Yeah. I'd only correct one thing on that, Kelly, is that instead of rose colored glasses, you should be wearing rose colored goggles. <laughs> also true. Nice one, Sharon. Yeah. Uh, anyways, happy anniversary to the album. Uh, good luck with. Um, um, but wait, question is the new is the new cover edition. Is it the same cover, just covering the display of uh, I haven't seen this the little cover. guy. Okay, we don't know yet. So cool. I think it's I think it's still uh, uh, under wraps. All right. I love that Dave was able to say, though, that he doesn't do the paperwork, so he doesn't have to worry about it. This is when you're like that big, have that much money that it's really the lawyers that deal with the problems. 
And true, like you don't want to have, you don't want to be, for lack of a better cliche, because of the album, you don't want to be baited, right? Into a, like trying to prove that the album was something or some, or it wasn't something, you know, you don't want to fight in the media about what you thought the album cover was. Just let it, let it happen. I think Dave Grohl happens to be one of the most uh, settled humans considering the job that he does and the stature that he uh, has created for himself in the world. He's pretty level about things. So I think, you know, for him to say he's happy that he doesn't have to do the paperwork, he's just like us. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, what else did we want to talk about today? Sorry, I pressed the wrong button here. It happens. Uh, it does happen. <laughs> it's happened many times today already. Um, it was this that, um, you know what, for our 90s rewind, I thought that... Uh, Ooh, you know what we forgot to talk about? Uh-oh. We forgot. Okay, before we get to the 90s Rewind, okay. I want to mention uh, the woman that we thought, uh, you know, anybody in the world would line up to be her close friend <laughs> has said that uh, she really only has three. It's Oprah. Yep. And her friends are Gail. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maria Shriver, who she's known as long as Gail. 42 years of friendship there. And Bob Green, who was her... Uh, the famous trainer that she brought on the show, dietitian yep. trainer, that kind of thing. So, um, what? Well, oh gosh, I found a great on, on, on that. Like, um, I was about to say, I, yeah, go at him. I was about to say, I wonder how many people thought they were Oprah's friend. Well, this is my <laughs> yeah. and learned that exactly. they weren't <laughs> because this is it. Because like, Gail lives in New York, uh, as far as I know. Oprah's in California, like near Megan and Harry, right? Like in that hood. I don't mm-hmm. like in, in Montecito or whatever. And then Maria, I think probably lives closer down to Los Angeles. And then Bob Green, who the heck knows where he is. So like, what happens if the pool boy thought he was her bud? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, I think that boy. she has friends, but the ones that are close and like, uh, I, sorry, I think she has other friends, but she's talking like, you know, the lifers, right? So to have a 42 year friendship, I think those I'm starting- are- those I'm are starting fewer. to worry about my position as becoming her friend when I call her Ope. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, I think you're in trouble. What I love that she said was that uh, the advice of long-lasting bonds like that was surround yourself with someone who is as happy for your happiness as you are for your happiness. That's cool. Yeah. That you need friends that are happy in their own lives so that they can actually be authentically happy for you. Agreed. Agreed. Amen. Now, amen to that. Now, how about this? The um, We were coming off of the Nirvana story. Uh, and I thought, let us do a 90s rewind on what we were listening to the year before Nirvana exploded. So we'll get what through that, that quick because we've, we've got some uh, time issues happening at the moment. <laughs> so uh, let me get it. And I'll tell you this. Uh, 1990. We'll go back around this time in 1990. And that uh, if you remember the group Nelson, the twin boys of Ricky Nelson with their long blonde locks. And they had a number one hit called Love and Affection, Mm -hmm. which was still in the top 10 around this time in 1990. And Kelly won't be surprised to know that Janet Jackson um, made a big jump to number five where she'd peak with this song, the sixth single from Rhythm Nation. Kelly? Uh, Was it Black Cat? We don't have time for you. Love Will Never Do. I'm I'm actually not sure which one. Love Will Never Do is seventh, I think. So what was Black Cat. Black Hat, right. Black Hat, excellent tune. Ice Ice Baby was at number four on the charts. James Ingram, that voice. (gasps) I don't have the heart 
actually was the song at number three. At number two, it was a little switcheroo. Maxi Priest, Close to You, made the switcheroo with George Michael's Praying for Time, which was the first single from Listen Without Prejudice, Volume 1, and George Michael's seventh number one song back in 1990. Crazy. Time flies, man. 31 years ago. Wow. Isn't that wild? Yep. Wild. Considering we are, you know, as young as we are. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, thank you guys for listening to 90s Now. Thank you for watching 90s Now also. Uh, check us Fingers out. Crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that this doesn't uh, bite. <laughs> uh, thanks, Kelly, for the uh, visuals and making us look always cool. Adam, thank you for making us always sound so cool. And thank, thank you, you guys for uh, listening to 90s Now. Still happening.